Our, our texts this morning tell a story of God coming through on His promises. Scripture teaches us that God is a God who makes promises to His people. He's a God who remembers those promises. And He's a God who comes through on them. Here in the passage of Luke that I just read, Mary is told by the angel Gabriel that her son will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. That's a fulfillment of the promise that God made to David that we read about this morning, uh, that, that David read in this passage from 2 Samuel, that he would preserve the throne for all generations, as the, as the psalmist says. But if we keep reading in Luke, we find out that God is not just faithful to promises made to David about a thousand years before Gabriel spoke to Mary. No, you can go back nearly another thousand years till Abraham in her Magnificat, Mary says he has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. I, I much prefer the way Cranmer rendered it. Uh, he remembering his mercy hath holpen his servant Israel as he promised to our father Abraham as He promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Now, this is a promise that God made well before David to Abraham, the patriarch of the nation. And in the next song that we get in Luke's gospel, in Zechariah's song, Zechariah says much the same thing, that God is now bringing salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to show mercy to our fathers and to remember His holy covenant, the oath He swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve Him without fear in holiness and righteousness before Him all our days. God remembers the promises that He made and He comes through on them. Now, we should be clear that when we read that God remembers His promises. It's not like He had forgotten them. It's not like somebody had to put a reminder on His phone to make sure He did something. No, that's the way that the authors talk about what happens when God comes to the point where He comes through on those promises that He made. And we get the same in, in Paul, in this passage from Romans. Now, if, if you want to makes sense of what Paul says at the end of Romans, I think you have to go back to the beginning. You, we spent plenty of time in Romans this summer, so this may be familiar, but at the beginning of Romans, Paul says, I'm Paul, I'm a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, the gospel He promised beforehand through His prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding His Son, who as to His human nature was a descendant of David and who through the Spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the Son of God by His resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Through him and for his name's sake, we received grace and apostleship to call people from among all the Gentiles to the obedience of faith. And you also are among those who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. You'll see he picks up on a whole bunch of those in that doxology, but we also need to take a look at Paul's thesis statement of the book of Romans, chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, where he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For in the gospel, God's righteousness is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Many of us, when we were first exposed to the book of Romans, read that verse in that gospel, God's righteousness is revealed as something along the lines of, in this gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed. And you can translate it that way, and you can make sense of the book that way, but I think I've been persuaded that what Paul is talking about here is not so much the righteousness that God imparts or even imputes, but God's own rightness, God's own demonstration of Himself as faithful to His promises, God's own demonstration of God's own justice. All of those words can be used to translate the same in the Greek. So when Paul says at the very end of Romans in the magnificent doxology, which David read, now to him who's able to establish you by my gospel, the proclamation of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, Paul is talking about that same God demonstrating His righteousness, demonstrating His justice, demonstrating His faithfulness in coming through. Paul talks about this mystery as something that was, was kept quiet, was kept hushed up, actually, is the way you could read that. It's not the word that we usually get for something that's, that's hidden. It's, you can imagine a group of people at a surprise party. Everybody, shh, he's coming. And the lights are out and you're staying as still as you can and you make sure the dog doesn't bark. And then, and then the door opens. Surprise. It's now revealed. Now made known. It's made known through the prophetic writings by God's eternal command. And it's not just that it's being made known to the people who are expecting it, who are looking for it, the people who had this unique covenant relationship with God. Now, it's being made known so that all the nations may believe and obey. God calls all people to the obedience of faith. He invites all people to be reconciled to Him, which is great news if, like me, you're not Jewish. 
This is not simply something that God is executing for the sake of His own people. He absolutely is coming through on the promises that He made to His people, to Abraham and to David. And Mary and Zechariah had that very much in mind as they sang their magnificent songs. But what we find out as the story develops is that God coming through on His promises isn't just for His people. It isn't just for the ones to whom He made that promise. It's for all of us. God comes through on His promises. He comes through on His promises even if you don't know about them. He comes through on His promises. Even if He doesn't come through on His promises the way that you expect, even if He doesn't come through on His promises according to your timing, He reveals what He reveals when He chooses to reveal it. He takes out what is hidden. He amplifies what has been kept quiet according to His sense of when the right time is and the right way. We see Him do that and we say, oh God, you finally remembered. Thanks. And I think God humors us by letting us think of it that way. But God does not forget any one of His promises. Now, as Paul says elsewhere in Romans, the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable. Even when we are faithless, God is faithful. Worship the only wise God who comes through on His promises. To Him be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen.